Hey, this is Yana with 23T, a podcast all about the starving artists and where I'll be spilling the tea all over myself. Back then, I wore my mom's fur coat to school. I was like, fuck everybody, bruh. It is just so true. You have to have the thickest skin. I was actually thinking of deleting Facebook. You're literally selling yourself as your business. Yeah, so this is my third attempt at post-secondary. One in three people in North America don't know their neighbor's name. People aren't ready for the hate that comes with it. Hey, welcome back to 23T. I'm here with someone for another interview. Um, but I'm going to start with my bad news. So I'm actually I have a couple good things, a couple good bad newses. Um, one of them is I'm a little bit sick, a little under the weather, so I have a sore throat. So if I sound a bit different, that's why. Uh, another thing is that I got a new tattoo like last week and I was just um, telling him, but it's like not healing well. So I sent her a picture and I was like, mm, like, should it be looking like this? Like, is it infected or is it just irritated? Because I've not had this experience before. And I think it's just not doing well because it's on my foot. So obviously, like, I worked like literally 50 hours since I got it, like with shoes on, obviously socks on. And I tried to wear like boots that unzip at the front so it could like kind of breathe. But I was like, I don't apparently I'm not doing enough. So I need to like get this under control. But anyways, I'm here with a guest today. I think we're going to have a fun one. This is an old friend. We went to school together. Um, So do you want to introduce yourself? Introduce yourself as... Like, if someone were to ask you um, what you do, be like, hey, I'm this, and, like, this is what I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Dewey Stewart. I'm an actor here in Toronto and also a jack of many other trades that I do just to survive. And, uh, yeah, I went to school here at York University. Mm -hmm. Do you still go by Dewey? I do. Yeah? Like, professionally as well? Professionally. Wow, cool. I I have a few people that call me Andrew, but that's it. Okay, because I put put Andrew just on there, just (laughs) because I didn't know if you changed it or not. I know. I saw that because I looked over there. I know. I was like, I always call you Dewey, but I was like, I'm going to put Andrew just in case. Like, I haven't seen you in a while. Maybe Mm -hmm. you've switched over. Um, But is it Dewey Stew or Dewey Stewart? Dewey Stewart. Dewey Stewart. Dewey Stewart. For now. For now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Is there a reason why you decided to make it? professional as well yeah um so as you remember in first year school there was another andrew stewart that's right in my program that's right he was my neighbor in residence (laughs) yes and auditioned for the same program and got into the same program as me after that so uh, there were two andrew stewart's in the acting conservatory yeah and they were literally uh next door neighbors in res it was uh, it was a sick joke by someone (laughs) but uh (laughs) that was uh it was pretty funny but after york i actually found out there's like I think three or four more Andrew Stewart's registered under Actra. Yeah, and, I believe uh, it. Yeah, and I'm just like a pretty common name. Yeah, you know their parents were were also psychos. They decided to give them, you know, all first names for all yeah. of their names. Yeah, would be fun to find like a Stuart Andrew. I honestly, I'm, I'm waiting for the day it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be in like the next place that I go to. They're like, hey, I'm Stuart Andrew, and he like, goes by Stu Andy because there's so many other Stuart Andrews. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> honestly, Maybe. could be. But uh, yeah, so ever since then, I've uh, just gone by Dewey, and it feels a little bit more like me now. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's been it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it receives well. Does anyone ever ask you, like, Dewey? Because sometimes when you say it, it's like it doesn't, I wouldn't immediately think to Andrew. Yeah, no. Is I've it had, always a question? Yeah, I've always had questions. Like, yeah. I, I work at the keg as a server. Yeah. And pretty much every single time I introduce myself as Dewey, the, most of the conversation is me talking about my name. Yeah. Which is which is cool. Yeah. I don't mind it, but. Uh, yeah. It's the ones that always say, uh, oh, Dewey Decimal, huh? <laughs> huh. 
Maybe it's like, oh, know. my mom really liked like morning dew um, on the grass. So oh, she yeah. like get get really like romantic about it and just yeah, like get get weird and poetic. This kid's name's gonna be Dewey. And you're like, no, it's just Andrew. But the yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Okay, so let's go back. I kind of want to talk about your experience because mm-hmm. you know, um, once we went from first year to second year things really changed because i've explained it before on the podcast kind of how york works because it's not like every step on here didn't you seth yeah yeah Yeah, i did yeah 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 yeah. um yeah sorry i didn't know what you said Uh, yes i did have him on he was great it was so nice seeing him he's always lovely i went to one of his shows or which one the uh, Uh, vibrator play yes the vibrator play he i I ran into him and laura at um my roommate steve's show Mm -hmm. um and then he was like oh i'm I listened to your podcast, whatever we were talking about it. I said I really wanted to have him on. And then he was saying he was doing a show. I said I would go. I did. And it was it was good. Asha was in it as well. Yeah, she was. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I went by myself and it went by. And mm-hmm. like I was like, it was a long play, but I really enjoyed it. Like it didn't feel like this, yeah. like, you know, so I was I was impressed. Um, but anyways, uh, where were we? So the I spoke about it before, but how York you all kind of start together and then you go your separate ways. Mm-hmm. So, you know, saw more of you in first year because I also lived in Raz and you were, you know, down the hall and whatever than I did for the rest of the years. So kind of just talk about, um, actually, you know what? We'll go even further back. Okay. Cause you kind of have an interesting story. Like you're from very, very small town. Yes, I am. And this was like a staple thing when we were in university. Like I, everyone yeah. <laughs> knew that you were from like, first year is a big thing. Yeah. yeah. So just say where you're from and how small it is and all that so cool, small. fun stuff. I'm from a really small town. My mom calls it a hamlet, which it probably is considered a hamlet. Um, it's called Holstein, and it's about an hour south of Own Sound and an hour north of Guelph on Highway 6. Mm-hmm. So in town, I'd say maybe about two, 300 people, and then in around our county, maybe maybe like 1,500 to 2,000. Yeah. But uh, that's where I grew up. Like two, two 300 people? Yeah. Very cute. Yeah, as far as like immediately in town. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you ventured out, but major. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we we all knew that you were from there. You made like jokes about there being more cows and stuff. I still remember this. Yep, and that's still true. <laughs> There's more cows than people. <laughs> um, also, before we get into university, I actually have to ask you which tea you want because we're having tea. Oh. The water is ready. Okay. Um, so I've got some. I've got black tea. They're all different. They're Earl Greys, and I got some green tea back here. Uh, this is another Earl Grey, and then I've got some chamomile. So whatever you fancy, we'll put it in the camera. Yeah, sounds really good right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you want to grab it for me? Let's do it. <clears throat> and we'll just pop some in here. Just whatever you think. Dump it. Yeah, just a little more. That's good. That's good. That's plenty. Right. Yeah. Perfect. This is what we do. We have tea and we talk. That is my kind of podcast. Nice, right? <laughs> just chill. Surprised you picked this one out of all the other fancy ones. Really? Yeah, those other ones are pretty fancy. But no, it's all right. Pick what you like. Chamomile just seems common today. Yeah, it's true. How is it outside, by the way? Because yesterday... It's actually nice. And the day before. It's nice, I know. It snowed yesterday, which kind of sucked. I know. It really sucked. It should have snowed today because it's April Fool's Day. I know. But today, it's like kind of nice. It's like, oh ridiculous yeah we'll let it seep for a bit okay so let's get into university you auditioned only for the conservatory no i auditioned for conservatory and device theater as well mm-hmm. yeah did you get into both i did it's awesome so you were like pretty uh set for the conservatory ever since 
the beginning. Yeah, I, I definitely was. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Um, when uh-huh. I first got into York, I was having a great time. And then somebody was like, yeah, so which one are you auditioning for? I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> well, you know, are you, do you want to do production? Do you want to do uh-huh. acting? Do you want to do device theater? And I was like, what? I thought I was, I thought I was doing that. Yeah. You know, like that's what I'm doing right now. And they're yeah. like, no, 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 you have to re-audition to, to actually further yeah. whatever you want to do. So yeah. I just never really told anybody about my stupidity. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, that's cool. And then when I found out they, that they only let in 18 people, yeah, that scared the absolute shit out of me. Yeah. Um, can I swear on this thing? Yeah, of course you can. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that was kind of scary. And then I knew that they had DT as well. Mm-hmm. And my prior knowledge about device theater before York was that it could kind of fit into improv if I wanted it to, like improvisation. Okay. And mm-hmm. I could kind of make it my own. Yeah. So that was that was a really big draw for me, actually. Um, so you were interested. You considered it. Oh, I definitely did. Mm-hmm. I definitely did. It wasn't. I didn't immediately accept my offer to acting. Yeah. Because uh, originally, still somewhat of the plan. I don't really know. Things mm-hmm. have kind of taken a bit of a turn. Um, <coughs> is that I always wanted to do a lot of improvisation and do mm-hmm. sketch comedy, and then go into hopefully one day work my way somewhere in the second city. Mm-hmm. So, oh, excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. I know. Sorry, I'm sick, guys. I, I mentioned it. <clears throat> so if I, if I, if it's just you talking and I'm in the corner, like just trying, dying. just dying, <laughs> drinking water, just keep going. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll come up with material. Yeah, but um, improv, improv. There we go. See, we're back at improv. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it definitely did take me a little bit to um to come to terms with what I wanted. But then I slowly realized I, you know, I did come here. I want to be an actor. Yeah, I feel that the training that they would give me there would only strengthen whatever I do later on, and I know, right? And I know that later on I can always do classes at Second City and whatnot, which I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went to the acting conservatory and took over my life for the next three years. <coughs> no kidding. Yeah. Um, but now that I just saw recently because I follow you on Instagram, but mm-hmm. you didn't graduate right away, right? Oh no, I'm still there. Are you? You're still there. I'm still there. So what? Did, what happened? Do you have like one course left? Like what happened? With so that? I have four courses left to take. Mm-hmm. Um, because I learned the craziness of our program in second year, mm-hmm. and I was taking like outdoor, <laughs> sorry, not outdoor, but like outside classes to continue to so electives. Gra- yeah, electives. Yeah, electives. Yeah. Um, that didn't fit into the yeah the yeah yeah and. Fun fact is that I, because of my other electives, I was kind of steering away of some of our acting classes, you know, the ones that actually matter for me. Uh And we did this one test in second year where we had to read a bunch of plays and we had to do a test on them. And I just didn't study as hard for it because I thought, you know, it's a plays test. I'm here to act anyway. Like as long as I do all my acting stuff, I'm fine. Right. But because of how much I bombed that test, my grade went down to a C plus. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to be kicked out if you have a, if you have anything lower than a B average. Yeah. So at <laughs> oh conferences, um, one of my teachers actually told me, Dewey, we should be kicking you out. Yeah. But because we still want you here and we think we can still work with you, which we definitely can. Yeah. We're not going to do it. Yeah. So that was cool. So that was kind of huge wake up calls and like, you know what? Time. I'm, I'm young. I have tons of time. Yeah. I'm going to focus on what matters and then I'll finish up. Because yeah. I also like. Since I'm spending so much money, mm. I kind of want to learn something and get something out of it if I have to take a class that's outside of my major, you know? Mm. So I'm trying. I'm not sure if that's working, but, mm. you know, I'm finishing up slowly but surely. Yeah. When do you think you're going to be done? Well, actually, today, as soon as we're done this podcast, I'm going home and finishing my final essay. Okay. My last day of a course. Okay. Um, 
so I had that one. I have another Exciting. elective, which I'm finishing, and then I just had two more classes after that, and I yeah. was going to do them, like, immediately in the summer. Uh-huh. But um, lucky enough for me, I also have a lot of work right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might just hold off one more term and then finish up in September. You just can't get out of there, hey? I can't. I can't. Do you love it there still? No. Oh, no? You're <laughs> over it now? I you loved, loved it people. at one point. I did love it at one point. Yeah. I love the people. Yeah. I'll be, I'll always say. I, well, I you love just people. love people in general. It's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can talk to almost anyone. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I like seeing everybody there, but as far as the actual sitting in the classroom and stuff, it's just, yeah, it's just not where I, yeah. Draining. It's not where I, you know, it's not what I do. Draining. Yeah. Mm. I've technically been out of school for, well, because of the strike, the strike happened last March. Mm-hmm. So physically, Technically, I've been out of school for a year, mm-hmm. graduated in October, finished my last essays or anything that I had to hand in probably like summertime, like July. I don't really remember. Uh, okay. um, but yeah, like I've physically been out of that place for a year mm-hmm. and I have to say it feels good. Yeah, yeah I don't doubt it. <laughs> and I know. yeah, like I don't really, I love to learn and I'm like, I really do. I love to read. I love to learn. I always think, like, you always do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm finding that I don't really need to go back to, like, a university, like, yeah. institution for what I want to learn about. Exactly. Um, and I find that, like, the more that I just, like, reach out to people and, like, talk to people, talk to older people, mm-hmm. have, like, mentors, that's really enriching for me rather than, like, going to class. And also just, like, of course, there's that huge expense, right? So, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I feel like there's so much more to learn out there. And I'm like, should I go even back for, like, something else? But then at the end of the day, I'm like, that's so much time and that's so much money. And I think I have, like, enough goals and enough passions right now that, like, it's like, you know, like, I'm doing okay. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel, like, fulfilled, like I was saying. Um, But I always think, like, in the future, like, I could definitely see myself as one of those people who's like in her 30s or whatever and like goes back to school for something completely different just mm-hmm. for like a learning experience would you go back for something like different or would you do yeah, a pro- master's probably or? no i don't think i'd do a master's not yeah. in theater i don't have a passion for theater okay. i i love okay. it i appreciate it i think people are awesome i'll continue to go to theater mm-hmm. not a passion of mine don't have any desire to be a theater actor mm-hmm. i love everything that goes into film and television yeah in yeah. including the production side of things including you know directing including acting like everything it just Mm. it's that's like where my dreams are Mm. um and uh i think it's like do i want to ask you too like what what are your goals like do you see yourself as a theater actor do you see yourself as you really want to break into film and television are you open to commercial work are you open to everything oh yeah mm -hmm. yeah well honestly Mm -hmm. at at this point in the game you can't be picky Mm -hmm. you you have to get what you get Mm um i've but there are some people both of my roommates are professional actors yeah um and there are some like i think you know i can't speak for them for sure but um there's some people that i think are more open to commercial work than others yeah for sure for instance um but yeah you're i get what you're saying in the beginning Mm -hmm. it's like you work is work exposure is exposure all of that stuff um but yeah go on yeah because i mean as of right now like we came out of york with a class demo reel Mm-hmm. And one thing yeah. you learn real quick out of theater school, for anyone <laughs> that's learning that's still in theater school, they don't give a shit what you did in class. Uh-huh. They don't. Yeah. Um, so you need to go out there and start doing your stuff as much as you want right away. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trained in theater, so mm-hmm. I, I think it's unrealistic for me to say um, I want to do just film right now because I'm still trying to I'm still trying to fully get that training as well. Right. You know, because I mean, in the conservatory, I think we had 
two and a half years, two and three quarter years of mm-hmm. hardcore theater training. Mm-hmm. And then we get half a term of film. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And at so, the end of the four years, right? And it's at the yeah. very end of the four years. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we, we did that. I've done a few other um, acting workshops for film downtown now. Mm-hmm. And I've done a few small things. Like I did, a, I booked a few gigs just doing docudramas on Discovery mm-hmm. ID mm-hmm. and a lot of student films and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, um, and are those things that you go out for by yourself or you have an agent that does yeah, all I of that stuff? Yeah, I have an agent. I have an agent. So, I mean, like she'll submit me for the bigger stuff and I'll, yeah. I'll do some smaller stuff just because she's not going to submit me for something that's not going to make her money. Exactly. Which is totally makes sense. But yeah. I, mean, I just want to get stuff for a demo reel so I can actually Absolutely. have something that looks a little bit more substantial whenever I'm going to those Absolutely. casting meetings. So when you do get those like student films and stuff like that, is that you going on like Toronto acting, whatever on Facebook and like doing it sometimes. yourself or yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's that there's <laughs> casting workbook. Yeah. There's access. There's a yeah. new one we just got started on called, um, uh, casting network, I think something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, kind of, it's a weird website. Yeah. I haven't gotten used to it yet. Yeah. And that's all just to keep building your resume and your mm-hmm. demo reel so that, mm-hmm. you know, the chances are higher. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I obviously, I was in theater studies and then after, um, that I went and did a few classes at Armstrong acting studios, Mm, which you have like a demo reel after that, I guess it's all Mm. classwork. And you know, I put my demo reel together and whatever. And just like you said, it's the same as they don't give a shit. Like even that, like, uh, I, I really like the experience at, um, Armstrong. I thought it was great. But yeah, I definitely thought like, oh, I, I can take these classes and then I'll have this material and be able to submit it and hopefully I'll get representation. But like it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, and something I got advice that there is I think it's at uh, Casting Central. Mm-hmm. They give you a studio and they set it up for you. So yep. make it look like a scene. It's a little bit more professional. So it actually looks like it's out of something yep. rather than just you on like a blank wall. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do that right now. It's not my main priority. Um, just cause I'm working on other things that I really like and enjoy right now, but definitely it's always, it's always in the back of my mind, like to, to like keep pursuing that and sure. keep growing in that. And I've done a bit of, I just did a, my first like Meisner workshop. Mm, um, that go. was interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, so like slow and steady, I keep trying to get into a uh, second city class and I feel like they're never available. Really? Yeah. Maybe I'm doing it wrong because they have one location in Chicago and one in Toronto, right? When Mm -hmm. you go on the website Mm -hmm. and then I always click Toronto and I try it. Well, I look for a bunch of different things. I look Mm -hmm. for writing, um, just small workshops or like classes and it's always like unavailable, unavailable. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. That's weird. Yeah. Which classes have you taken there? I've I've done the improv for actors there and it's phenomenal. Yeah. Because there's one that's, this was probably my best experience ever since I've got out of school. Uh Uh-huh was that I did the improv for actors um, taught by the amazing Lisa Merchant. She is absolutely fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, had a blast there. And then my second class was taught by a gentleman by the name of Michael Gelman. Mm-hmm. And Michael Gelman is my divine connection to everything mm-hmm. because he was one of the – he knew Del Close personally, who you can go back and was in a way one of the, one of the creators of modern-day improv. Mm-hmm. Um he did tons of work here back when SCTV was still a thing, mm-hmm. um, which for those of you that don't know, is basically like a Canadian Saturday Night Live that we had for cool. a little while. Um, and then he also did work in Chicago. And at one point he was Bill Murray's stand-in oh, back cool. in the day when he was still part of their main stage company in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So it was amazing working with him, not only because of his connection to all my heroes, but also he 
he accepted improv as what it has come to be, mm-hmm. but he also taught us of an improv of what once was. Mm-hmm. And how improvisation never used to be about being funny. Mm-hmm. Or that It was literally about improvising a natural scene, you being able to come up with something out of nowhere, yeah. working and listening to your partner, yeah. and having a scene that is so awesome that you could send that and cut it to print the next day and have a play. Yeah. Because all it is really now is about being funny, I find. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's one of the worst. It's one of the worst things when you just go in and you just focus on being funny. Yeah, well, you because it, it won't funny. work. Yeah, you're not listening. Yeah, yeah, and that's it's that's all about improv. you then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I did yeah. a bit of improv when I was living in uh, Seoul. It was Seoul City Improv. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was more like you sound like you had a really like professional, great experience. Mine was still a great experience, mm-hmm. but it was more for like the social aspect. I think there was a right. lot of expats there, just like me, mm-hmm. who were looking to find um, friends and just have some fun. Yeah. <clears throat> we put up shows and things like that, but I usually would just like I didn't ever really want to be in the show. To be honest, I always love to go and get drunk and watch them. But hey, why not? Right? I was like, ah, I know I'm shy. I don't want to like be a part of it. I'll just go. I'll, I'll keep coming to class, but don't ask me to be in any of the shows. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I'm definitely open to doing improv more, have, having the kind of experience that you're having, mm-hmm. having, sorry, or had, because um, it sounds really rewarding. It, it's really rewarding. It's yeah. a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. I mean, just strictly like he says, this program is specifically improv for actors. So these are people yeah. that are actors already. And you know, you're just, mm-hmm. this, it just helps your work. Yeah. He said, I don't care if you ever go and do improv again in your life. He says, what I care about is that you book your next gig. Mm. And that was, that felt really good to hear. Yeah. So that he was, he was really focused on that craft. But I mean, as yeah. far as people that are interested in the goofy, funny, yeah. I mean, like that's what I was drawn to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like there's still tons of that training there and it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. I think it's just a different form of improv that we yeah. have now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's it's worth no matter what class you take, but yeah, definitely check that one out. I think it just depends what intention you're going for. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like, what what is what do you want to get out of this class? Because a lot of the time, that's always the case. Is like, what you want out of something is what you'll get out of it, mm-hmm. and the attitude that you put towards it. Right. Yeah. If you go to meet friends and have fun, that's probably what's going to happen. Exactly. Unless everyone else is there to like get cracking. Yep. You know, like for my Meisner class, I actually ran into one of the women who was there. She lives in my building. Oh, really? Yeah, and I ran into Small her. And yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Well, it was actually just a St. Clair uh, West location, so it made sense because oh, okay, yeah. where I'm just that young in St. Clair. Um, but yeah, still random that she lives in my building. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I ran into her and she was like, oh, you know, how, how did you enjoy it? And I was like, yeah, it was, you know, it was my first experience. I've never done Meisner before. I thought it was, it was whatever. It was mm-hmm. uh, beginners. <clears throat> I'm like, I would do it again, but. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I think it was just, just something I didn't really prioritize. She's like, yeah, I, I've been there before. And, you know, usually I, like, connect with a lot more people. We go out for drinks after and, like, this and that. And I'm like, well, you're going for, you know, to socialize. You're going to meet friends. Like, if you're, if you're disappointed that you guys don't go out for a drink after, mm-hmm. that you're not, what not you everyone has that intention, right? Like, yeah. I did not at all. Like, I didn't go to have a beer after. Like, I went after work and I wanted that to be the last thing that I did. I wanted to go home after mm-hmm. and sleep. It was a late class. But obviously she went to, you know, try and meet people and connect with people and in a different way. Yep. So I'm like, it it does matter what you go for. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, you're saying you're working on some stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just uh, I just finished a show actually at Factory Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a small indie company that uh, was able to rent out the space. So we actually got to go in the main space, which was awesome. Wow. Um, so that was fun. Did uh, did that show. And then I'm actually doing a show right now in Tarragon 
um, in their extra space. It goes up May 16th, so we're in rehearsals right now for that. How long does it go till? Uh, May 16th to June 1st. It's called Belladonna. Okay, because I'm in Europe for three weeks in May, but if it oh, goes awesome. until June, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely be going. Yeah, as long as post it on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I'll post be... it a few times because if I miss it, but if I see it, then I'll screenshot oh, don't it. Don't worry. I'll be spamming yeah, everybody yes, at this point. Yes, yes, yes. I tell people this all the time. I'm like, it's it's not annoying. Like, it's not at all because we're constantly looking at stuff mm-hmm. for a second. You need to be posting things more often every day, more, more than once, because finally at one point, even if I am scrolling through and I'm just like skipping by, at one point I'm going to be like, oh, I, you know, I'll, yep. I'll catch it. Yep. So don't post once and then not for like a week. Like post every day. Yeah. Like I, I want to see it. People are interested. If you have followers, they're interested in you. That's so true. That's very that, true. That's... Do you mind if I plug our fundraiser? Yeah, of course. Cool. So, I mean, we're doing a uh, fundraiser at Buddies in Bad Times Theater mm-hmm. uh, here in Toronto, April 29th. Uh, it's $20 a ticket, but all the, but there's going to be tons of acts. There's going to be acrobats. There's going to be a stand-up comedian who actually is in our cast. There's... I can't even remember all the different acts, but I, I post about it. Follow me at Dewey Stew on Instagram. Yeah. Um, there's tons of different acts that we have. There's going to be a silent auction. One of the prizes is a trip to Italy. Wow. Um, April 29th? April 29th. I'm going to this. There you go. I'm going to this. This is a do. few days before I leave, so I have the time. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Oh, do you know what day it is? Here, yeah, we can look April it up. April 29th, I believe. Let me look a... it up. got the calendar right here. It is a Wednesday. Wednesday. Beautiful. Is that May? April? April 29th, a Monday. Monday, never mind. There you go. <laughs> I, I was like, this is May. Yeah, April 29th, a Monday. Yeah, April 29th, Monday, going to be burlesque, some acrobats, stand-up co- comedians, silent auction, and all the money goes just back to our show so we can put on a good show for everyone. So That's awesome. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you, too, because you said you have an agent. Did you get an agent right from uh, finishing the, I guess you finished the conservatory, but you're yeah. still taking other classes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So did you get an agent right after finishing the conservatory or did it take I you did, some time? I got one before finishing. Oh, uh, I fancy. was really lucky. Um, and how did that, yeah. Tell us how that happened. Yeah. So every single year, all of the theater schools, they do a thing called Theater Ontario, mm-hmm. which is basically just like a giant okay. cattle call kind of showcase where all the theater casting agents agencies directors from tv and all that stuff like they come and they they basically see the next next group of kids that are graduating right coming into the industry Mm -hmm. um from there i had three agencies contact me and i just this is the dream it it was (laughs) a dream honestly like it's yeah it's the best storybook ending you can have yeah um so i from there i contacted all them i went for meetings with all them and did all that kind of fun stuff, and I just weighed my options, and I went with the one that I felt most comfortable with, mm-hmm. um, which is a big thing when you're looking for an agency because it is a partnership. Yeah. They don't work for you. You don't work for them. It is 100% a partnership. Um, I felt very comfortable with the one that I ended up signing with, and it was also funny because her assistant um, actually knew of Holstein. She's been there before. Oh, that's funny. So that was cool. That of was all the places. The, yeah, it just kind of felt like a bit of a like – It felt right. to be. Yeah. 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 I like that feeling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was, mm, it was perfect. And my agent's perfect. She's, she's great. So. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm happy for you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, I want to ask you too. Did you, you know, Chayla Day, right? Yeah, I do. Yes. Okay. Yes. I just met her like a month ago. Yeah. Cause I kept seeing like comments, you know how you can see like 
the people that follow each other like someone comments on that person's mm-hmm. stuff and mm-hmm. i kept like kind of seeing that or like on facebook i was like oh that's so funny i mean it is a small community like you get to know people very quickly from like you were saying like from classes from just a bunch of student stuff from the audition room like everything and you get to know each other very quickly but yeah i was like i just wanted to hear the story of how you met her so just because she was in my short so yeah. Hi, i know Taylor. it was ghosted right <laughs> yes that's it right. was fantastic and by frank the way. was in it too he was in it thank you um i i'm happy about it i always do this i thank you i am saying thanks yeah, thank no, you for no the problem. thank you for the compliment <laughs> but i do have to say like for my i just want to like say that i'm working on like bigger things like i know cool. that what it was what is what it was it was like i'm happy that it was like one day under a thousand dollars i always say that because i'm like i feel like that's an accomplishment to do a mm. project like Majorly. i organized it myself and to get these people and to do a project in under one day for under a thousand dollars i think it turned out great mm. do i think it's like something that i would have i mean it, i didn't find it worth submitting to like festivals and stuff i didn't see it on like enough of a level to do that and that is my goal to mm. the next thing that i do i want a bigger budget i want a bigger cast i want to be able to pay my actors and i want to be able to submit it to something was well, that like the first short and like stuff you've ever done well i i did small little things with Sef, uh and yeah, laura, Sef and laura and, yeah with, it was um what was it called I remember. Uh, I watched Amy it. and Amy. Amy and Amy. Yeah. yeah I watched it. Um, and then I also done stuff with my roommate, Nikki, mm-hmm. um, that was just short monologues where it was her and five different characters and it just monologues that I had written and she just played these characters. Um, so I had done short things before, but this was the first short film. Um, and it was, I think it was like 13 minutes or something like that. Um, where I had a videographer and everything like that, because through time I learned that I am I am not good at working a camera. Well, like, excuse me, <laughs> but before you go any further, for yeah. a first shot, holy shit, that was good. Well, I had Vince, which was amazing. Vince wow. Hartrup is a great videographer. Shout out to um, Vince, and I you. had he got some audio people, which you know it it came together for a first for a first timer. I was like, I'm I'm satisfied. I'm happy. Yeah. Um, there were definitely afterwards, and with writing, I love to write. But when you when you write and then you see something actually um, live, you realize how much for me, anyways, all the missing information. Fair. I was yep. like, you really have to put a lot into yeah. it. Like there, I thought like even when I was writing, I was like, is this too much detail? Am I saying too much? Like I want it to be in the action, but like you really have to share a lot and say a lot for people to get it, especially in the beginning. These are all new characters. You're introducing these people. Mm -hmm. You have to get their whole background. You have to get their relationships. Um, And I think, you know, there was things with the cat that didn't make sense. Even if, if people might not even know there was a cat because the cat (laughs) wasn't, the cat wasn't physically there. You couldn't see the cat, but the cat was a character. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, there were so many things that I saw. And of course, I'm being critical of myself, but that I was like, oh, I could have made, if I just had more time, I could have made yeah, all these we're improvements. We're always our hardest so, critics. Of course. But yeah. no, I am, I'm always pushing for more. So I'm excited to see with a bigger budget, bigger cast, more time, all of that stuff, like what I can make. Hell yeah. So that that's exciting. Mm-hmm. But go on. Sorry. I just started talking about myself for 10 minutes. No, that was good. Talk about it. Um, what was the question? Chayla. Chayla. Yeah. yeah. Jayla, what a lovely girl. Mm. Um, so I knew of Chayla because I would always see her posting about stuff. And, like, I don't know, like, any actor that I see in the city or follows me or mm. I follow them, like, I, I, I make an effort to, you know, support. You have to support each other. Yeah, like that's, that's true. We're not against each other in it's this true. business. I hope not. Um, so uh, I was following her, and then she was reading a book called Robin. 
mm-hmm. which is a biography about Robin Williams written by David Itzkoff. And you love Robin Williams. Yeah, <sighs> my everything. Yeah. Uh, my Lord and Savior. But um, I read that book um, at the end of last year, and I'm not a... I've started to become a reader for pleasure again, which mm-hmm. is nice ever since I've <laughs> finished acting, not finished school. <laughs> and that <laughs> book is about 400, 500 something pages. And I think I read it in like a week, yeah. which is really good for me. Yeah. Um, and I saw, I saw she was reading it and I just got super excited. So I messaged her. I was like, Hey, let me know what you think. Yeah. Um, fantastic book. And she shared, like she shared kind of the passion that I, that I have for Robin Williams. Yeah. So I reached out through there, and then me, a few, yeah, maybe about two months ago, I wanted more things in my new apartment downtown. I wanted stuff that inspires me. Like, mm-hmm. I used to be, still am, a huge Ghostbusters nerd, but I wanted yes, less yes, fandom yes. and more more stuff that inspires me. Mm-hmm. So I went on Wayfair.ca, and I found this beautiful portrait of Robin Williams. Uh-huh. And I was like, I have to have this. So yeah. I, I bought one, yeah. but they sent me two. Yeah. Which maybe I should not have said. um, Wayfair's uh, listening. Yeah, they're listening to me now. Um, But uh, right after I got the second one, I saw Chela's um, post about about her her love for Robin Williams and how she just finished the book and it was everything. Yeah. And I was going to sell that thing, but I thought, you know, I'd much rather it go to someone who is going to get just as much joy as I am out of it. How sweet. Right? So I I messaged Chela and we met up for coffee. Yeah. I don't know, how, Chela, I don't know how long we talked for, but it, it did not seem that long. Yeah. Um, but I think it was like two or three hours. We just went to a coffee shop and just yeah. chatted. And yeah. Yeah. One of the best, best experiences I've had ever meeting someone. And I, I like to call her a friend now. Chela, I hope we're friends. Yeah. But <laughs> she's very, very lovely. She, yeah, she's a great, very lovely. great gal. Mm-hmm. That's a really nice story. And I'm glad I asked. Yeah. Um, so are you living downtown by yourself? No, I have two roommates. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, let's see, like, how did you manage that one? Mm-hmm. Um, downtown living. Definitely uh, with help. <laughs> yeah. Who do you live with? Do I know them? Yes, you do. I think so, yeah. too. Do you remember Adam Bromley? I do. Yeah, living with him. And uh, do you remember my original BFF? Peter. Peter Widgington. Yeah, I remember. P. Woody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's still awesome. living with him. And that's going good for you guys? Great. Yeah. Do you like Great. the place that you're in? I know we were talking about the area not so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, area's not bad. I actually really like Liberty Village. I think it's yeah. a great area. And you know what? Even mm-hmm. Parkdale, there's some really nice areas Oh, absolutely. Like absolutely. It's, it's, it's definitely pretty good. And I'm a five-minute walk down to the lakeshore uh-huh. where I can kind of somewhat get away from the hustle and bustle of the city. Um, so, yeah, it's not that bad. The, in my apartment, like, it's it's fairly nice. It's, mm-hmm. This is um, – this um, what's it called? apartment was just renovated mm-hmm. so we're the first ones in there since the renovation which is nice nice um but i mean same with any apartment building like it all has its little its little knockdowns like you know yeah. the fans don't work yeah. the best way and yeah. you know all of the lights in the apartment are either like residents you know kind of coldness uh-huh. or their lamps we have to plug in yeah you know but i mean i just like talking about the real estate in toronto because it's so expensive and then sometimes you get uh, like a shoebox, uh-huh. so it's just it's just crazy out here. From people for people that are like, I have a lot. I think like more Kitchener Waterloo listeners because I go there all the time too. Yeah, uh, but a lot of them have also lived in Toronto, and it is. Uh, go back to KW. Stay there. Yeah, I really go. I, ugh, man, when I think about not paying rent in my house, yeah. gets me, especially today on the first. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. got to pay all my bills today. Reminds me, I got to check something. Right yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you mentioned you worked. Uh, you work at the keg, right? Mm-hmm. So that's your part-time job. 
for now. That's the Joe job? That's the moneymaker? Mm, kind of. <laughs> Is that the only part-time job you have? No, I actually have a few. Yeah. Do you want to share? Yeah. I have a few. Yeah. Um, no shame in the game. No, th- these, you know what? This is funny. This is going to go, it kind of goes with acting. Sorry about my sniffling, guys. Um, no, I'll keep going. <laughs> ASMR. I always plug in ASMR. ASMR? Yeah. Like, are you an ASMR girl? I, oh, there have been podcasts where I always put this in. We can't talk about it because people are going to cringe. But yes, either, I enjoy my ASMR sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, because my gal that I'm dating, she loves ASMR. She? Oh, she goes crazy for it. There's, there's, there's some, there's some girls on YouTube that are like, I like. Um, it puts me to sleep. Mm-hmm. They're good at it. Um, are there some that I find cringy? Absolutely. Yeah, like, I mean, that I can't watch. Well, yeah, the thing. Like, or I've listen seen to a few of them that are kind of like just different other videos that I'm like, okay, that is comforting. And then there's the ones of, yeah, <laughs> like just whispering, like, oh my god, you're like, Jesus. what? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. good tea, by the way. Oh, good. I'm glad. It's great. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Other jobs. Yes. So um, I can say it now that I'm no longer doing it. But when I was at York, I was the mascot. I was the York. Oh, lion. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, why is this a secret? But that's yeah. funny. Yeah. So did, do you remember what happened there? Do I remember what happened? Yeah. Oh, maybe I, maybe I didn't tell you. Anyway, there was a huge thing that went down. And what? I had to, Ooh, like, get into it. I had to sign a contract. Basically, we what? had a picture with a group that is not very popularly liked one time, and they put their picture in with the York Lion, and um, we got in trouble for basically promoting this group. And, uh, you can't say what the group is? No, okay. I can't, um, to be honest. But um, I just remember my boss got in, in touch with me. He was like, hey, so uh, make sure you don't cons- you don't give away your identity right now because people are trying to get hold of this story, blah, blah, blah. I had to sign a contract. It was crazy. Like um, people are trying to get a – peep, sorry. Uh, people are trying to get a hold of the story as in like the news? Mm-hmm. Wow, news it was that big? It was that big. No, I didn't hear about this, it but I didn't really big. pay attention. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. a lot of things. Yeah, I don't pay attention to that stuff now. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. So that's where I started, and I also did the mascot in high school. And then, funny enough, um, this was probably like last, mm, maybe last March, is that I saw in one of the audition um, pages on Facebook that they were looking for an actor who had mascot experience. What? And I was laughing. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. who fits that one? (laughs) Um, And it was for a Uh, new uh, sports team here in Toronto. And uh, I got in touch with them, and I told them about my experience my experience and they were like yeah we'd love to have you but i wasn't able to make the first two games um so they said listen sorry can't do this year maybe next year kind of thing yeah um and then that's went, so funny yeah you never know oh no honestly you uh, never do mm-hmm. but uh the best part was about a month later um the woman who i contacted just, just messaged me on facebook she goes hey dewey can i give you a call i was like sure woman i've never met before <laughs> yeah. yeah give me a call yeah and uh i guess the guy they ended up hiring was in the suit for maybe half the game and just like like just passed out like almost died <laughs> he was even not healthy enough for the for this job oh my it's god a very physically demanding job is it oh, oh my god insane and uh so she said if you're able to make the rest of the season gig is yours so uh i was like yep so gladly took it so i am i'm not sure i think i can say that the sports teams that i'm doing it for 
Well, just you're doing it for a sports team in Toronto. Yeah, two sports teams now. Two sports teams. So you're two mascots for two sports teams. Mm-hmm. Just say that if you're not sure if you can say that. Yeah, teams. I'll say that for now. I'll say one of them I perform out of the ACC, so that's cool. Wow. That's wicked cool. That's so fun. Yeah, so um, did that because she said, hey, um, the mascot we have for the gig at ACC, now, what's it called? Scotiabank Arena, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, she said he's leaving and we need a mascot for us as well and their their season is exactly our other team's off season mm-hmm. so she said if you want to have another mascot gig like come on out and try it so but i did and now i'm a year-round mascot and it's one of the most fulfilling things i've ever done that's awesome yeah that's so like different and neat yeah and i like that i like that's crazy that you did that in university and then it actually took you somewhere yeah it's uh, kind of just like something I've fallen into now. Like the yeah. guy I took over mm-hmm. for, he was actually supposed to be um, the mascot for the San Antonio Spurs NBA um, this year, but his visa didn't go through. Oh, dang. Um, which sucks. But he told me it was like, going to be like a $26,000 contract. Wow. Six months work. You know, That's crazy. It's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. So, I mean, like if I landed into more mascot work, I would not <laughs> hate it. It's been so much fun. <laughs> Is there any other ones that you have? You said you had a few. You got the mascot. You got the keg. Mascot, keg. Um, I think that's it. That's it? That's it. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a lot of them. Are you working as a server at the keg? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Server lifestyle. It's good. I used to be a server. It brings in... It's good. It's a good job to have in Toronto when you're like an artist because it brings in the most money, I find. Yeah. It, it, yeah. But exactly. if you can find a job... Like I found a job now that I really like that I'm willing to stay for. Um, but I definitely have gone back and forth considering to do serving for the summer just because mm-hmm. like patio season, you know, it's it's a lot of money a day. It is. Um, it's really tiring for sure. Extremely. You want to go home and just sleep and not think about anything. Yeah. But I mean, living in this city, it, it's hard. Like it's mm-hmm. for people that do an art in university and for people who are artists that like what kind of other jobs are there? That's what I always think. It's like yeah. retail. Which get, is, I, I honestly can't say can't, which one's worse, but I my retail experience was terrible. Yeah, I had a retail experience once, and I'm never, I don't think I could do it again. Mm-hmm. It would have to be a very chill shop. Yeah. It wouldn't, it, I couldn't do like a big company. Hell no. No way. It would have to be like a boutique or something. Yeah. I'd be down for that, for yeah. sure. But Anyone mm-hmm. listening to this right now, treat your retail and service workers with <laughs> fucking respect. Yeah. My God. Uh, <laughs> sort but, of side thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's this, it's like what do we do for money like it's uh, we do we work in the service industry and like retail and like if you get lucky enough like do we you become a mascot that gets a big contract and have a lot of fun but like that's (laughs) not everybody it's um yeah for me like i work as a host and i work at north of brooklyn pizza making pizza at the bar at getwell and it's really fun and i really enjoy it um but yeah at the end of the day i'm also like holy shit like how long am I gonna be gonna be doing this for? How long am I gonna be in this industry for? Like, I have so many yeah. other goals and passions, and that's why I always think about like, do I have to go back to school? What kind of training do I need? Do I just need to build connections? Like, we all have different paths. Yeah. And just it's like, good you're thinking that though. Yeah. Because yeah. I know there's tons of people that they just get extremely attached to that money, and that's gone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There's yeah. so many people who become servers, and bartenders, and managers, and. Y- all of that stuff in the industry until they're like late thirties, forties and yeah. just stay there. Like I, I know plenty. Yeah. Which I've, if that's what makes you happy, all the power to you. But I don't know if it's making them happy or like, like you said, you get attached to that money. It's mm-hmm. instant gratification mm. and instant reward. You walk away every day with cash. Yeah. 
you know yep. it's and it's hard to leave that and go to another job where you get paid like bi-weekly and it's like not even as much mm-hmm. like i have friends that started like other jobs that are nine nines to five and they're like i've made more money serving yeah and that's hard to like accept because you're like well why am i doing it then because yeah. like it's not like they love the other job that they're doing as well like it would make sense if like you've gone for your passion you're doing well in your like you're always getting acting roles for example yeah. you're always working theater you're always working television you're always getting commercial work yeah. but it's not paying as much as serving at least you're doing your passion exactly. and it's paying the bills yeah. but if you're doing another job that isn't really serving you and not paying as much as like being a server it's like why am i doing it it's why like, not just be a server here? and make enough money but like you know ah <sighs> depends on your personality yeah. i guess can you take it i guess can you take people's shit all day a lot of people are nice too yeah yeah. yeah, I will say it's not everyone. I mean, yeah. I had a lot of really like my first yeah. night serving at the K because I was a host there for two years. Yeah, so I just recently moved up to server. Mm. Um, <clears throat> my first night, I had this little girl named Quinn color me a, a picture of a penguin, and she gave it to me. She goes, "Here you go, Dewey," and that was like the best thing that happened to me all yeah. that night. Yeah, I was like, "This is the cutest thing ever." Yeah, and you know, like, and you were hooked. I was hooked. I was like, <laughs> "Man, I get to talk to people. I don't <laughs> get to shut up." Yeah, like servers just come to the host desk and they'd be like, "Hey, have you gone to your table yet?" And they're like, "No, Dewey's still talking to them." So. Uh, oh my god! Now I actually have the time to talk to them. Uh, you're perfect for the job. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what are your what are your big goals for the next little while? What are you aiming towards? My big. Where goals? do you see yourself? Where do I see? That's a big question. Yeah. Um. <laughs> what I see myself doing right now is just continuing as long as I'm as long as I'm happy. Yeah. Um. I will say I'm starting to lean a little bit more towards theater. Yeah, okay. Um, but that being said, I do want to still do film. I think it's just where I'm at right now. Yeah, um, of course. You should always talk about the present. Yeah. Um, it's just I've there's just something about being live with someone mm-hmm. and having that that risk of having everything be different uh-huh. in that one night. There's, mm-hmm. It's just great fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's just it's addicting. Um mm-hmm. The other two is the, um, it's just the amount of camaraderie you get. I mean, you get it with any project, like film, theater, anything. Um, but the amount of friends that I have now made through yeah. theater and just the people you work with is, it's phenomenal. Like you don't, I'm not sure if people ever fall in, at least this is, I'm speaking on my own. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever fallen in love with a job. I've fallen in love with people mm-hmm. and like, this is the community I want to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you yeah. see yourself in it for the rest of your life, or oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just want to be, I just want to be somewhere making other people happy. That's that's the main thing. Yeah. Um, like, I've I've said it um a lot of times on different Facebook mediums and whatnot. But I mean, like the two big actors that made me want to be an actor were John Candy and Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. And what drove me to them is that both time, like anytime you, anytime they were in their in their work you could um, you could feel a piece of them come through mm-hmm. and they did it to make others happy and by making others happy it made them happy by default mm-hmm. and i thought what a what better feeling is there than sharing that mm-hmm. with someone and also being able to spark someone else's joy and inspiration and carry on that spark like if i can if i can um what's it called inspire someone the same way they inspired me at mm-hmm. some point in my life mm-hmm. that's all i want yeah so like money fame yeah that's cool and let's let's be honest it's fun Mm -hmm. but in the end that's the stuff that feels good and that's the stuff that makes me feel like i want to continue to do this work Mm -hmm. 
so yeah, I just I just want to keep on having fun. Yeah, that's my thing. I mean, you only live once. Yeah, have a good time. Yeah, but do you think? And I'm just gonna I'm just challenging you because I I loved what you said. But do you think that that's gonna change? Like, if I were to speak to you again in ten years, like now you're what twenty two? Mm-hmm. No, twenty three. Twenty three. Mm-hmm. If I were to speak to you in like ten years, do you think you'd have the exacts? Like, do you think maybe it would wear you down? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I'll but be honest. But you're just not worrying about it. I'm not worrying about it. I'm yeah. I'm worrying about it right now. Um. As of, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll be honest. I've had a, I've had like my last three weeks have been fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. So you're feeling good. You're on high. Well, kind of. Uh, yeah. Last yesterday things kind of went for shit, but we're uh, not going to talk about that. Yeah. Um. Stay positive. Yeah. Stay positive. Um. As we all know, it's a hard industry. Yeah. And when you get, the one of the best things about getting work is you're getting work, but one of the hardest things is scheduling. Mm-hmm. And that happened with me yesterday. So. Ooh. Just scheduling conflicts. Say no more. Um. But anyway, I. I very well could be jaded in 10 mm-hmm. years. You never know. But as yeah. of right now, I think if you surround people who inspire you and you want to continue, if you surround people who you want to be with mm-hmm. and who are like you, I, I don't see how you get jaded. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But I'm almost, I'm also 23, so. Yeah. I'll see you in 10, uh, 20, 20 years. 20. 20 years. 10, 20, whatever you want to do. Wait, yeah, both. Yeah, both. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask you just one more question. Mm-hmm. And... It isn't, don't think directly me, but I'm going to use myself as an example. Do it. So what would you say to someone who is sort of like me, who went for the intention of acting, didn't get into the conservatory, was kind of always told, you know, like not good enough or whatever, went into classes, paid all this money, made a demo reel, submitted to a bunch of agents, never heard back from anyone, Mm -hmm. and continues to sort of feel like... um, behind i guess i don't want to go back to school and get a go into a conservatory and get to have that showcase or whatever where Mm -hmm. someone will finally see me i kind of want to do it on my own Mm -hmm. um do you think that that's a realistic thing like me saying like i still want to be an actor Mm -hmm. but i i don't know how to figure it out like what would you say to someone who is constantly told like no 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 you say no back because there is no piece of paper that will define who you are. It is you who defines you are. Um, there's there's plenty of actors who weren't in the York Conservatory um, that graduated York from theater studies from different <laughs> fucking psychology mm-hmm. um, everywhere. Um, and one of the best things that I ever heard, and I, I still think it rings true to this day, is you were in theater management with us, right, with P- Peter McKinnon? Yeah. Yeah, you were in that class, right? Do you remember the so. um, project we had to do? Where we had to interview a graduate. No. No. Okay. Well, we had to we had to do this project. We had to interview a graduate of someone, someone that you kind of look up to or you want you want to do some somewhat similar. Um, but anyway, his name's Christopher Allen, and he's a great actor. Um, he was in fourth year in our first year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I interviewed him, and he says one of the biggest things is that everyone has their time. And. He says, as long as you're working towards your goal and you're, you're just, you just don't keep on giving up and, and you know, as we all know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely going to be days where it sucks, Yeah. but if you keep on working towards your goal, like you're, you're going to get it at some point. You're going to get something. Yeah. Um, and this is something that one of our second year teachers uh, told us, which I always believe too, is that when talent fa- fails, hard work beats talent. Mm-hmm. But if you have both, you're, un- you're unstoppable. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would just say the fact that you're still driving and you're going through, like you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You're doing it. It's just everything Everything will align at some point. Yeah, I know? think that that is something that everyone, I always like to, 
look back at my interviews and see the connections between all different kinds of artists. Mm. And maybe it's something that just sticks out to me because I'm a little bit biased because I've always believed that this is really important. Mm -hmm. But I do hear people, and you just pretty much said it, is like persistence. Persistence. Yeah, being tenacious, tenacious yep. being consistent and being persistent yep. is things that will get you places. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No one noticed, like... If you're beautiful, awesome. If you're mm -hmm. this, awesome. But no, but everyone, no one can take away hard work. Mm -hmm. No one can take that away from you. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the biggest things. And I mean, like, I'm lucky. Like, I've been out of the conservatory for a year now. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just starting to get that work. Like, that year in between going from mega structure to yeah. absolute chaos was hard. And that was rough. Yeah. But you find things that keep you going and surround yourself by people who you want to be with. Yeah. And th th those are those are the ones that get you through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, is it nice not living with actors? Adam's not an actor, is he? Uh, well, he does improv. He's does actually he? part of the Second City Conservatory right now. Oh, very cool. He doesn't uh, call himself an actor. Yeah. Um, I don't think he ever did. No. Yeah. No, but it is nice. It mm -hmm. is nice because you know what? That's the other uh, giant... Um, trying to think of the word. Misconception. Mm -hmm. that people have is that like oh you're doing what you love therefore you can do it all the time no 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 it is what we love yeah but still work yeah and you know you know work is work like you go you work in an office nine to five every single day you need to come home and you need to unwind and yeah get away from it and it's yeah. the same with acting yeah um you know so it's it's really nice not being surrounded by actors all the time even though i will say i usually am yeah but Things like the keg and like yeah. ma mascotting and yeah. all that stuff. It, it gives me that outlet of seeing the world in a different thing. And that's the thing. Yeah. Never stop looking at the world from different point point of views. Yeah. You have to keep having experiences. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing that and that comes back to your art mm -hmm. um, all the time, no matter how you use it. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it just makes you a more well-rounded person. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I was talking to uh, someone after work. Um, I didn't know this about him. I, um, I've only been working at this place for like three months. But I was talking to him after work. He came for a drink. And um, I found out I knew he uh, taught at OCAD, mm -hmm. but I didn't realize that he was a painter. And he's been a painter for a very long time and got a bunch of scholarships and stuff. And it carried him for a big portion of his life um, where he was just doing that and he didn't have to do anything else. Nice. He didn't have to bartend or whatever. Um, but something that he said, because I was kind of telling him, you know, my story and whatever, he was saying, um, I really believe, like, the more times that you fail, the better artist that you're going to become. It's so true. And the amount of times, because I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm cheesy like this. I love yeah. to watch motivational videos and yeah. stuff. Like, oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, but that's what they say, is that the most successful people have failed the most. Yeah. And he said it makes you just better, more humble, mm. and just a better artist overall. Yeah. And and. I'm like starting to learn that it's I think it's really really important not to be like big-headed like always be down to earth mm -hmm. always think about you know the core of things the importance in what in the things that you do yeah um and of course it sucks when shit goes wrong mm -hmm. and keeps going wrong in all different parts of your life and you kind of just like connect them all and it's just this big ball of a mess mm -hmm. um but you know what like I think you, it's important, too, to make things individual. Yeah. Like, why is this going wrong is not why this... Uh, like, it, things do connect, but you have to look at them individually. Like, I I didn't um, fail this thing, and that's why I, like, crashed my car yeah. or whatever, you know? They're separate incidences. Like, don't let all of these things pile up and, like, get you down. Yeah. Take, take one thing at a time and tackle it and resolve it. Because mm -hmm. um, if you just look at it 
it as this like big thing. It's almost like if you have so much to do, you can't do anything. Yeah. I think it's kind of like that. Um, where you just have to take one thing at a time and you'll get through it and it'll be fine and you'll learn from it. Yeah. It's so true. Mm -hmm. So true. And usually we always make things bigger than what they actually are. It's true. Yeah. If you're anything like me and I'm sure you're the same. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And then you actually sit back and like, hey, come on. (laughs) Shut up. It's nothing. (laughs) Yeah. It's nothing. Um, well, we're almost at an hour. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming. Thank and you. and talking to me, it's really nice to see you again. Yeah, it's nice to catch it's up. It's nice to hear that you're doing well. Thank you. I'm really excited about this mascot thing. That's like very, I'm into that. That's yeah. very cool. It's I so get different. free tickets all the time, so. Holla. Let me know. Me. <laughs> I'm into it. And I'm also going to go to your fundraiser, April 29th, you Please said, do. right? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to go. 100%. Awesome. I'll be there. Cool. Um, And then I'll go to the show in June when I get back from Europe. As long as you push out the content, remind me. You got it. I will... I will promise that I will go as long as you... As long as I keep on promoting. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I it. will forget in a month from now. It's only April 1st. That's fair. Um, but yeah. Cool. Thank you. And I'm excited to see what else you get up to. Thank you. I'm excited to see I you too. I hope we keep in touch. Oh, absolutely. And uh, yeah, always let me know what you're working on so I can come check it out. I will. Okay. Well, thanks, Dewey. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, like I said, Dewey is doing a fundraiser for the show that he is in at Buddies in Bad Times. That yep, that's it? where yep. the fundraiser are happening, yes. and the show's at Tarragon. And just remind what your Instagram is again. So, uh, my Instagram is at Dewey Stew, spelled D-E-W-E-Y-S-T-E-W. And mm-hmm. I share all my acting adventures on there and uh, some other fun stuff. So Yeah, so you can check it out all there and keep uh, keep active and posted with him, okay? There you go. So, okay. Well, thanks so much. Uh, I'll talk to you guys soon, and bye-bye. It's psychological hustle, I gotta battle these comments Like the king got no muscle, they keep on bursting my bubble Now every morning when I wake up, only me in the huddle So batter up, batter up, you know I'm hitting the double You know I'm running the bases, I know I gotta embrace it Like a girl without a top, just kinda sitting on your lap Boy, what you do? Girl, I rap, I rap nasty Maybe one day I'll say chase to the paparazzi it's psychological hustle, be prepared for anything and everything, it'll tear you down, it'll tear you down, it's psychological hustle, psychological hustle, psychological hustle.